and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. And I am Cedius, and we have a guest host, because Perrin can't be here. I'm Peter Buckholz. And we also have a guest, because that's what we do around here. Hello, guest. Shut up, Jackass. <laughs> you have a podcast. You know how this shit works. <laughs> what? What? I don't understand how any of this works. I listen to your podcast. Anyway. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> listen to like four episodes. Actually, I'm at like 20 now. Are you at the 20 mark? Oh, yeah. all right. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm from Late to the Party podcast as well as Best Threesome Ever podcast. I've got two now. Oh, my God. It's exhausting, actually. <laughs> Until you've guessed it on five, I don't care about you. <laughs> well, I think I'm up to three now. All right, maybe I should raise that number. Well... Oh, I'm about to guest on my sixth, so I think, I think okay. we'll be in good shape. Well, you're welcome for number only, five, then. Only five so far? I'd have to sit and double check. I'm spitballing a number. I swear that's not <laughs> Five seems right. If we're counting individual times, it's more, but individual unique podcasts, I think I'm only at five. I don't, right. I'm, I'm not going to work I through it. But I don't pay attention. I'm and, just sitting over here and, and smiling. The, and, and the guest host is like, I'm just the guest host. I got nothing. <laughs> I don't have to do any actual I work. Am, I have been on this podcast several times, but um, this is the only one that I've ever been on. So, And since Dave's not bothered to get the pour started yet, I'm going to introduce the cheese because that's you know something I can't do while Dave's wasting his time. And it's episode 79. Get, get on your job. Uh, we've got Abe Chavardi over here, and we've got fresh cheese curds from uh, Bennett. Uh, co-op, because I was just at AmeriCon, and that's what I do. Oh, nice. The uh, cheese curds are quite squeaky. I appreciate yes. that. Mm-hmm. That was nice. This is why I got the fresh cheese curds versus the other stuff that I could have gotten. Like, they were sitting out on the counter, not, like, in the fridge, fresh cheese curds. Mm-hmm. I was a little oh. confused, because yeah. it looks like CD's cut them up a little. Yes, so I was cut them up a little, so there's smaller pieces that can fit on crackers mm-hmm. if you choose to do that. The other thing is, uh, those, as opposed to the Havarti had been sitting out for the last hour to start getting the good yes. cheese sweat on them. Whereas mm-hmm. the Havarti, you actually want coal. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and Dave is still not doing his job. I am doing my job. I'm thinking he's, about which job to he's do. He's perusing. Mm-hmm. He's perusing. It's okay. All right, fine. Well, he's perusing. You can't uh, rush genius. That's right. But I can't rush Dave. So, Dave. <laughs> rush. We, we, we don't really want Rob to talk all that much, do we? I mean, well, come on. I. That's true. I do do this a lot. He does. <laughs> I listen to his Anyways. podcast. Let's talk about that since Dave's not rushing. I just put a cracker in my mouth. <laughs> That's why I asked you right then, because I know how this works too. Excellent timing. Mm-hmm. Visual gag on an audio podcast. Drink. I mean, I'd love to, but Dave's still being Dave. Aha. Aha. So ladies and party is a podcast that I do with uh, my good friend Joe and my girlfriend Bernadette. And it came about when one night we were driving to uh, this local coffee shop that we go to. Hey, Dave knows that coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Anyways. And I realized that she was still new to being a nerd, as Joe and I are absolutely not. We were born and bred this way. And she always felt like she needed like an English button anytime we were talking. And so I came up with this idea of, well, why don't we just sit down every week and we talk about a new topic and we just a nerdy, see, topic. a nerdy topic and just say whatever we know about it in that time span and Joe and I will go back and forth and she'll ask questions and if she doesn't understand a term, well, she'll hit her little button, which is a, uh, a klaxon that sounds similar but definitely distinct from Star Trek. Mm, of course. Of course. Because copyright. Nah, it's under three seconds. Okay. 
It's totally the Star Trek. The number of times she plays it, though, would be over three seconds, so... Shh. Watch yourself. But it depends on how often. Fair use doesn't actually state a time frame. Yeah. Is it mine that was like eight seconds? There is no actual language in the law. It's commonly accepted that 20 seconds is okay. However, it depends does... on what you are using as well. Yeah. So and there, there's half a second. She would have to push it about 40 times then. And she doesn't. Well, there's there's still there's there's no uh, specific. How well recognized is it as belonging to a specific? It sounds exactly like a klaxon from a sci-fi television series beloved um, around the world and having its 50th anniversary. This but year. where was that and, klaxon and that originally? Is, and that is currently films. suing a, an independent fan film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. We yeah, should change that. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Maybe, I should, maybe we you're, should change. So you're safe. You, you're, you're totally safe. No yeah. one is ever going to sue a podcast ever again, because Adam Carolla got sued. Be- he heard that shit for all of us. So yeah, he, he totally did. And what because he was poor, uh, patent infringement or something like that. And consider, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was patent infringement. And it went for years, and as the only guy who's ever, like, really made a lot of money off on a podcast, yeah. after a couple of years, they dropped the suit because they weren't going to fucking get any money out of him. Mm-hmm. No way. <laughs> so, like, they said, yeah, okay, we're not going to, this isn't going to get us anywhere and literally drop the lawsuit because they weren't they were they realized that they were losing money and that they were ne- even if they won that they'd never see a fucking dime because podcasts don't make money yeah so well thanks adam thank you adam and now i'm safe and it's good to know that i'm safe what are we drinking dave that's yes. a very good question. Sorry, I felt like Cedius wasn't doing his job this time. Yeah, this, uh, this episode was Scotch on the Cheek. And so we are drinking the McClelland Single Malt Lowland Scotch Whiskey. I feel like there's one too many D's in there. Nope. <laughs> oh, there lots of L's. Lots of L's. Lots of L's. Well, of course, it's a Scotch. I mean, it, it, it could be Llewellyn, but it's McClelland instead. Okay. But... Anyway, indeed. So this yeah. is a low one. So I, I will say, even before I brought it to my nose, when, when Dave was doing the pour and dropping the glasses on the table, I was getting a very strong ripe banana smell. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that I'm bringing it to my nose, it, that, that has dissipated somewhat, which is good because I hate bananas. But uh, There are worse things, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. I will admit that I'm absolutely a noob at drinking scotch. Now, when I was pouring it, I got a very smoky... Uh, scent off of it, and I'm still getting a, a hint of smoke underneath the the banana. Yeah, I'm also getting a slight toffee. Yeah, and that's probably from the caramel color because this is a, a fairly rich amber. Mm. I would say that it's that's I mean it's, it's lighter than a lot that I've had. Yeah, I, I I would say that this is more of a gold that's just leaning into amber. It, it is certainly deeper than straw. I mean, it, but yeah. It, I I would call this yellow, not red or orange. Oh yeah. So. There's still caramel color in here though. Like, yeah. Not not a disagreement. It's an interesting uh, technique. P- P- Peter's seen. doing something a little bit different over here. Explain to the viewers. Um. So <laughs> so what I did is I poured a little bit of the scotch onto my hand, um, mm-hmm. and then rubbed my hands together pretty fast, 
There's not a whole lot of sugar in scotch, so your hands don't get sticky at all from it, but you get a different sense of how the scotch smells when you smell the palms of your hand. It sounds really funny, and it looks even funnier. I can speak to the second half of that. <laughs> something, something, palms of your hand. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're in trouble. <laughs> I'm wearing glasses. I haven't gone blind yet, though. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I'm getting out of the nose. Yeah, I'm not. So there's not... It does not seem terribly complex. No. Oh, there's that banana. Mm-hmm. That's too bad for me. <laughs> you not do banana? Not so much. No, that's nice good. smoke on the finish. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like it's fairly heavy on the salt. Yeah, that's... I think that's uh, the alcohol burn, because it's not very smooth. Yeah. I think I, I did get a little salt in the palate, but the burn is more the alcohol than more of a salt burn. I mean, it's certainly... We, we've had saltier scotches. Oh, yeah. Considerably. Mm-hmm. The foghorn is not going off. And it hasn't for a really long time. I'm going to have to do it for a lot soon. Oh, fuck. We've <laughs> <laughs> got like a shit ton of those, too, don't we? Actually, I think there's only one in the kitty downstairs. So. Oh, good. I mean, there's like at least six do on the shelf at top value that we've not done. Well, we're not going to do it next month because that's, that set of work, yeah, that set aside for Q yeah. for a year is going to be... What we do next month in theory. So tune in next month for scotches we can't pronounce it. To be pronounced by a Glaswegian. <laughs> I like it. Interesting. Yes. These 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 have been set aside for a year, waiting for him to show up because we've been trying to schedule with him for a really long time and we just not meshed. And finally he'll be here. And we finally because so the interesting story is the reason that that was able to happen was I was able to schedule June. A month ago. (laughs) And I mentioned that. And I said, you know what? If we plan further out, will that help Q? And Perrin's like, maybe. And so those of you who tuned in to last month's opening episode know that we received a call from Q while we were recording with the Stylers. Perfect. And so we were able to to finally nail him down. So he will be on with us next month. Uh, What his real name is, I don't know. He has just been referred to as Q. Let's just assume it can't be pronounced. The way the theme sticks through. Yeah. He can pronounce his own fucking name when he's here. Well, he can. But you can't. That's but he probably point. won't. I'm sure I could pronounce his name if I heard what it was. Maybe. Probably Quincy. I have Quincy. no belief that it has anything to do with Q and his name. Q could be just a nickname. I know two other people who go by that handle that do not have a Q in their name at all. So I'm, I'm going with Quincy. Okay. I like okay. Quentin, personally. Now that was my other, it's like my other choice. I hope it's just like Richard or something really boring. Mm. Tom it's Jones. Jones. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. Please, no. John Jones? And he's a Martian. No, it's John Jones. Suck it. Ooh. Shut up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah. This is how tonight's going to go. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard for the course. But uh, Dave's looking to add water. I'm looking to see if I can find anything else to say on the palate before I move on. But I, you know, I, I've had a few sips and and really yeah, WYSIWYG. Yeah, which interestingly, we don't often have that the nose and the palate match as closely as these are. Very true. Very true. I mean, the caramel was pretty much gone, but I I feel like that's because there's a touch of sweetness to it still. But I attributed that to the the banana really, and. The, you know, it really just was not smooth. 
and well, okay. kind of negatively. He's saying it wasn't smooth, and he's not wrong. It's not smooth, but it's also not, oh, my God, kick me in the teeth. No, it no, was, no, no. It was it's, smoother than several things we've had, but it's not something where smoothness is a defining characteristic. It's not, it's not as parents would say, smooth. Yeah, it was not that bad. Let's see what the water does to it here. The nose. We're usually getting the alcohol now. See, the nose for me kind of, now I'm getting candy banana and not banana banana. And then the nose like is going away almost entirely. Yeah, all I'm getting is... Now, to be fair, I did a reset before I went in on that. Dave, Dave's going there now because he was getting nothing, which is what I expected. I don't know how scotch works. That's... Did, that's have, have you know how to thing. smell things and then identify yes. them? <laughs> do you know how to taste things and then identify them? Yes. And, and do you have a steady pouring hand? Uh, well... Okay, then pour, <laughs> then, then pour into the cup like pansy right. over here and then <laughs> add... add the <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Or, or, or you can be brave. I will be brave. Go John! It was a good yeah. try. It was a good try. No, it wasn't. But thank you for saying. Try harder next time. No. Nah. Uh, please. please that, that smacks of effort. And the only effort I put into this show is I buy the booze and then I edit the podcast. I, I take out some of the silences and some of the ums. But okay, yeah, actually, I just got that candy banana thing yep. that you're talking about. I think this definitely made it more floral, adding the water. Yes. Like I'm getting yep. a lot more floral out of it. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. After the banana, I wasn't, pass, I wasn't on the nose, but I, yeah. I'm definitely on the on the palate. It's it's very florally. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten the palate yet. So, Look, I've been on a, I've been on a plane all day. I need to drink. <laughs> with, with the water and 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 knowing that it was there in the palate, I'm digging out a little bit of the salt in the nose now where I wasn't before. But yeah, it's, it's banana candy, a little bit of salt, mostly boring, and some floral notes and. <laughs> I count the floral as kind of boring, unfortunately. I also count the floral as... Well, no, I, it's kind of overpowering. It's very much like just eating a whole bunch of flowers. Huh. The little touch of water, though, did smooth it out for me. Um, uh, it gave me just all that salt on it. It took away what, what everything that I would consider good about this scotch and replaced it with all the things that I don't like. Really flowery, overpowering, and then... A shit ton of salt. I mean, it's not brulotti bad, but... The the banana fell off a little bit for me in exchange of, of putting a little floral on there. Um, as I'm sipping without going to water in between, the burn that's sitting on my tongue is building, and so while it was initially smooth, it's feeling less so as I go. Yeah, this is a, a scotch I would drink neat. But would you drink it at all? The real question. I don't know. But we certainly are. I mean, yeah. This 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 is one that I. For the sake of science, I might do this one wet. Entertainment. Well, I could see drinking this. I mean, this would go good with uh, several meals. I mean, I don't think I'd have it with red meat, but it is definitely you know, lighter. Mm-hmm. I think I think if yes. I was if I was having like uh, chicken and salad, I think this would go well with it. Especially if it was some, uh, you know, a fruitier salad. I think this would go very well with a sweet. Yeah. This Something one with like strawberries and right a, a vinaigrette kind of yeah. <clears throat> see, I see this p- being something that could pair uh, pretty well with um, either Caribbean or Mexican. Mm. Yeah, it does kind of have that. Like, it's not necessarily sweet, but it would go well with something sweet. Mm-hmm. I could do this with your chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I like beer. That is my answer to that. Mm. <laughs> I just I. I cannot stress enough how much I do not 
sit and drink and taste scotch. That's okay. You can be, you can be the rookie. I, I'm absolutely the rookie here. But the other side of that is you'll get maybe a better understanding of the differences between the ones that we're drinking than maybe, those of yeah. us that have done this more often. All right. What do we got here? Love it. Long tasting, <laughs> long tasting notes. Well, you got to remember, this is like a $25 bottle of scotch. Right. Excellent. So, in the past, there used to be a malt whiskey distillery in every town of any size in the lowlands. Supplying English demand as well as Scottish. Now, sadly, only a handful remain. Those still in existence are typically soft and approachable, clean and fresh on the palate, their appeal reaching far and wide, perfect before dinner, floral and fragrant, with a clean, fresh flavor and a short, dry, gingery finish. So, wait a uh, second. They're talking about other scotches. Like, they just <laughs> said that most of them are approachable. They didn't say this one was. Right. So, did any of those notes have anything to do with this well, actual it, bottle? It, it, did, it did say floral and fragrant, and I'll give them that. I'd maybe even give them a little bit of a gingery finish. I mean, it wasn't a strong note, but... <laughs> maybe a little salt. Um... I don't know if I would say a clean, fresh flavor. It's got a U in there. So, uh, uh, so but, you know. Marketing fail. Yeah. Well, not a pork but I've heard worse. I've read worse. I recall you reading worse. <laughs> so, uh, before we put pen to paper and write down the scores, I should explain to the noob how scoring works. Hello. Probably be a good idea. Yeah, yeah maybe. There's so, scoring. I could does, use a refresher. Does somebody too. win, then? Yes. Okay. We do, because we we're drinking scotch. Oh, well, no, you, that is a good reason. That you didn't pay for it, regardless of how bad it is. Yeah, so, no, that was my uh, other thought. Hey, free booze. I'll yep. take it. Uh-huh. Uh, so, scoring works thusly. It is a five-point scale, which means, for a hour versus a one-to-five scale. Okay. So, to be pedantic about it, please do not score under one. Tim. Three is the absolute average. Okay. Nothing exciting. But nothing really, you know, bad either. One is a war crime. Right. And five is the best shit you've had in your mouth. <laughs> yes. No, I, I may be a noob, but I know that that's not true. Well, I didn't say this was a five. I said that's what the five means. Right. So now is when you decide, now that you mm. understand the scale, All right. where this falls. I've brought my five before. You have. How far under three are you putting this, Dave? Well, neat. This is actually pretty pleasant. Uh, it's not smooth, which is going to put it up below three. However, it's pretty drinkable, so it's not going to go much below three. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.9 because it, it is below average, but it's it's pretty fucking close to average, and, and given its price point, it's hard to go wrong with it. I'm trying, as we often do, to not factor the price point in too much. However, this being Scotch on the Cheap episode, it means it's a given... The scotch is generally $30 or less, which for many people puts a certain lack of expectation on the pork. I think Dave's not wrong uh, in, insofar as it is not stellarly not necessarily our cup of tea. I'm going to try to throw aside my dislike of banana um, in, in terms of that, but overall for what it was, 
especially considering the price point, as an entry level to get a feel for what lowlands can be, um, it, it's, a, it's a good example. Uh, I'm just going to give it a straight up three. I like the note that it is a good example of lowlands. Um, I would agree with that, um, particularly for an entry level. Like, it has all of those characteristics, though it doesn't have any that really stand out to me at all. I thought it was a bit weak, I guess, in its presentation. I'm going to give it a 2.5, because I don't believe in rounding between, you know, I'll round to the nearest half point. Yeah. Well, as far as scotches go, um, the ones I've had compared to this, I've had a a couple better, and then I've had a couple worse. I actually enjoyed it wet uh, more than more than I did neat, and that was there was a nice bouquet to it after I put a little bit of the water in, and um, you know, I, being the absolute noob, I'm gonna go through three point five for me. Now, to be fair, I'm gonna add one more comment. As but well. I'm a cheapo, so yeah. Well, well, I did say it's a good example of a lowland, and while I said for the price point is pretty good. For a similar price point, there's another Lowland that I would definitely always pick over this one, and that'd be the Ocentotion Classic. But mm. point. Both of them are solid, and I wasn't going to let the fact that Ocentotion exists skew this score. I scored it solely on its own merits, not in comparison. So, so I'll add something about the McClellans, too, is that for being a $25 bottle of scotch, uh, they've got one that is attempts to be representative of each region, and they do a really good job across all of the regions. And I gotta say, the Ile one is rock solid. We we will be tasting that one eventually. I've got a bottle. So why? Right. <laughs> <clears throat> As you can see, we like it. Um, well, I bought it for the show, so <laughs> I bought it at that tasting that we were at. We did. And oh, it's, whiskey on ice or something else? Uh, no, it was a. It was a benefit for uh, a wildlife preserve. Oh, that uh, tasting. Cool. Yeah. You had the bottle that long? No, yeah. probably not. I probably bought another one. But <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's a good it's a good drink in whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their scotches are very tasty for being as cheap as they are. So, And I'm going to use that as a segue. Sorry to cut you off, Peter. But that's uh, all right. The next pour is also coming from a location that had... Better than one might expect scotch, at least the two that we've tried thus far. And that the other bottle we have is the Trader Joe's Speyside. Aged 13 years. I hope this is good. Interesting. Now, here's the thing. Because I'm poor. Here's the thing about the Trader Joe's scotches. Their Elay Storm, which is their equivalent to the Elay that he was just referring to. Okay. Readily available. Their 10-year Highland. Fairly readily available. The space side, either they just simply hadn't had them at the store that I go to before, or it was a Christmas special that they had it on, on the shelf. Sure. I don't know how easy this is to find at the average Trader Joe's. The one that I bought these at still had a few bottles the last time I was there, but I don't know if that's going to be a permanent thing or if these are going to be more seasonal compared to the, the Highland Tenure and the Ely. Well, it's a space side, so we already know how I feel about it. Yeah, you're not going to care. I will remind you, however, that both Fiddick and Levitt are Speysides, and you do have bottles of those that you like. Yeah. They are older than this, but... And, uh, and I will also put a note on that... They're also considered more expensive. Lowlands are generically my least favorite to begin with. Yeah, so. low, Lowlands are... Well, also, there's not too many distilleries in Lowland, comparatively. 
So but see, um, I wasn't aware of any of this difference. I do know, however, that I do really enjoy the Finnick. So what you're saying is you're late to the party on Scotch. Ha! Ah, Ooh. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so go talk fuck yourself. Talk yeah. a little bit more about your show because you know that's why yeah, essentially sure. having you on. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so what we do is uh, we normally just pick a topic of the week and uh, we'll do – sometimes we'll have a guest, sometimes we won't. Uh, and the topic ranges from, well, when we had you on, uh, we did uh, Joss Whedon and the Buffyverse because you are, you are the, so The well- Buffy master. Yes. Uh, I, I, I might know a little something you, about the universe. You might, you might like Buffy a little bit, perhaps. Just a little. I, to, to be fair, we did briefly touch on, on both Dollhouse and Firefly, but we figure Firefly deserves its own episode at some point. It does, and, and we still haven't gotten to it. And Dollhouse is probably something that you won't bother with because that's a very small niche of fandom. It is a small It is, but I'm a fan too. What do you think of it? I love it. Okay. Oh, I thought Dollhouse was very good um, for the first season. I am I am through the end of the first season, but I have not started the second yet, so I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't I, I, have been bothered to give a shit about season one. Yes. Really? Yeah. I I really enjoyed did, season did, one. Did you make it to episode seven, or did you quit before episode seven? Right. Because that... You should, you should ask me if I gave a shit enough to watch the first one. Fair enough. And no, I shouldn't, because I didn't really expect you to have watched it. Because, like I said, niche. Um, basically, as someone who has a mild hobbyist interest in uh, philosophy and in, like, the concept of identity and and that sort of thing. Dollhouse was in my wheelhouse, so you know it, it spoke because to me of the anyway. whole concept of, um, of yeah. Um, oh, it's not coming to me right now. Hang on. Identity and the ability yes. to switch bodies or thank you. Yes, the the idea of identity, not so far as to switch bodies, but yeah, the identity, uh, the idea of identity and what that means to a person. And the idea of, of being able to jack into it. Basically, Dollhouse took the I know Kung Fu and made it less dumb. But it also de- sort of grapples with the idea of immortality. Which is that there is an aspect of that, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's, I guess, in towards the later end of yeah. season one. So let's let's, 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 so we'll let's either enjoy season two. We'll stop, two. yeah. Rocks we'll fall enjoy. <laughs> Rocks fall, everyone dies. I, yeah. um, I will admit, I'm, I'm I, shocked. Yeah. I oh, struggled right. through season two. It was... It was a little rough for me. See, season two is where I got into it more. Really? Yep. I just... I mean, the fact that Alexis Denhoff guest stars... It's nice that he shows up. You know, I I like him a lot, but it's just... mm. All right, moving on. You've also done uh, musicals where I learned... Yes! I I learned an interesting little tidbit about your Spanish. (laughs) You want me to tell this? Please do. Okay, okay. Um, so I have discovered uh, two things over the years uh, in regards to the amount of Spanish I have. Well, first of all, uh, I took Spanish up until the sixth grade. Didn't really take it after that. But in the past few years, I've learned a little bit more. And uh, number one, I discovered once during a party, I think I speak Spanish a lot better when drinking. I'm not saying I do. It's just my... What I thought at the time was I thought I was speaking better Spanish than I do, and, and I remembered more Spanish than I did when I was sober. But the one you're talking about, the other reason, uh, the other thing about my Spanish is that my brother's fiance, now fiance actually, is Hispanic. She's Mexican, and 
she and I, I told her that I know just a little bit of kitchen Spanish from when I uh, was in class in school and when I learned to pick up a little bit when I was working in kitchens. And so she, she just asked me, oh, what, what do you, how much language do you have? How much control of it do you have? And so we had a short conversation in Spanish and she just broke down laughing at me. And I, I didn't understand why. And she looks at me and goes, your accent sounds Puerto Rican. And I discovered the reason my accent sounds Puerto Rican is because a lot of my Spanish over the last few years is solely from the musical uh, In the Heights by the gentleman who did Hamilton, the most recent like giant Broadway smash right now. Um, his first musical is called In the Heights, and it's about a Puerto Rican neighborhood in New York. Mm. So they're all speaking very Puerto Rican Spanish, and that was that's where my accent comes from, I think. And the amusement for me is I got to use this tidbit of knowledge about Rob because we had uh, both shown up to uh, go bowling with a friend of ours. Uh, I believe it was his birthday, wasn't it? Yes. Um, And the birthday boy and I had a long-standing tradition of whenever we go bowling, we would use bowling names taken from the Machinima Red vs. Blue. He is always Caboose, and I am always Griff. Uh, a good friend of, of mine and Dave from our LARP days, Sam, is always Tex. We needed a name for Rob, because he showed up late, because you know, he's late to the party. And of course I was. So, without asking him... Also, it wasn't his birthday. His birthday was a couple days ago. Oh, okay. Then but I don't anyways. know who it was. It was a social time. It was a social time. All right, so whatever. Caboose. I made him Lopez. Because Lopez only speaks in Spanish, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Initially, at least. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was an extra little in-joke. So for those of you who are familiar with Red vs. Blue, I was you, know, you, you, you know more about us now. But, uh, <laughs> than you ever needed to? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Not quite. This is true. Careful, because you'd be Simmons. Um, so who would I be? I don't watch Red vs. Blue. So I don't I don't either, so I don't. I don't know that we have anybody left for you, because we already have somebody who's church. See, I always get left out. You're late to the party, but... Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> You're not even there. I, I, I'm not going to insult you by saying you'd be Donut, but he's really... You, you, you'd be the doctor. Mm. <clears throat> so it's got some floral Kajin's notes. objector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Podcast. We're in the middle of something. Sweet segue, Dave. So because you interjected that, does that mean we'll have to keep that entire thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, we're keeping that entire thing. Do you think he does any real editing? Yes. Yes, I do, Mr. Lots of pauses. Fucker. <laughs> I, I think you might want to edit that. See, the beauty of this is because of all of that nonsense, I can skip that whole section. <laughs> no, where, where, where am I? Awesome. All right. Oh, shut up. He won't. He won't. I know. I hope not. He won't do it. No, it's a bad. It's a dare. No, see, it's... it doesn't matter because I'll never know because I don't. He doesn't actually listen to the show. Right. He might download I, it for I the live, comment, but he doesn't I actually listen to it. I live on the show. <laughs> I was already there. Why would I listen to it? That's right. Do you listen to the whole show? I have to when doing the You do? Okay. I wasn't sure because I... That's the only way to cut the ums. I mean... Oh, sure. I have gotten to the point where I can generally, looking at the waveform, say so that's an um. <laughs> um nice. But... Not always. No, that's Par- Perrin's um looks different from my um, interestingly enough. Huh. I, I have discovered that. Here's the question. Are you going to edit that um? No, because... No, I'm because you're talking about ums. Yeah. Yeah. Ums? Ums. Um. 
too bad our podcast isn't called Um. Just like your ad, you say Um a lot. Yeah. My ad? What? Oh, one oh, of oh, the old Joe ones. does, but... With oh, the, sure, yeah, you, yeah. When you guys say late to the party like a dozen times. You know, oh, yeah, party, that one. Make so, it it's an old one. We got new equipment, actually. I haven't had so a party yet. This is on episode 20. Yeah. Yeah. Plural mm-hmm. notes. Sorry. Plural I was talking to the guest. But, yes, plums. <laughs> is that caramel that I'm smelling? Too? Could be. Oh, yeah. This thing well, is like doused in Don't ask okay. us. You tell us what you are getting. This is the whole I think... point. There's no such thing as being wrong unless we say you are. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. Just like Kingdom. You, uh, you understand this. Yes. Fair. What? I'm getting more caramel and sugar um, out of this. That one stays, too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Definitely more caramel and sugar. I'm not really getting a whole yeah. lot of the floral, honestly. Even after clearing my palate. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... Like, all I get. All right. We'll, uh, we'll see where that plays. We, we, we had cat editing. Hello, and welcome to Experience Edition. <laughs> I'm your host, Dave. Not quite that bad, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> it was just a pause for kitty identification. Dramatic effects. No. Hello, and welcome to Extreme Tasty League Scotch. I'm Rob. I'm taking over. Oh, no. Oh, you no. can be replaced. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. No, no, no. Like, hey, no, no, no. He's buying the scotch. Ooh! I like it. <laughs> well, well played. Uh, well played. Seems like my time to go. Every episode, I'm just going to take every episode this episode. Episode of Scotch on the Cheap, and, <laughs> and we're doing a lot of blends. <laughs> Dave fails. Have you guys ever had toilet wine? I know how to make toilet wine. Wrong podcast. Oh, fine. Oh yeah. Screw it as our sister podcast. Screw it. Yeah, sorry. I did not know that. Mm. Yeah, I didn't There's someone else caramel. here besides. Oh, and I just got a smidge of that sugar you were talking about. I agree that there's something else there, and I can't put my finger on it. My first instinct is to say paint thinner. But I know that's not right. No, it's, it's, it's totally it's candy. There, there is a little bit of an acetone. Yeah, that's that's how I'm smoking. Apple? Really? <laughs> oh, no. Did I just add myself to a joke of some kind? I hope so. He said the word of the day! Ah! <laughs> it's common words, something you find around the house every day. Right, right. Yeah, I have to attempt this. I gotta see this hand thing. Yeah, they make a mess all over. No, I didn't really. It really doesn't. Well, get up here, Joe. No, that's not what he does. Yes, we're talking about my cat because my cat is making an appearance. Not apple, but I'm getting molasses. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, brown sugar. Yep. And that could have been the sugar that I was getting earlier too. Yep. But that was that was from pouring a little bit on the hand. Yeah, I was getting yeah. it up. The only way that I got away from the floral. That's yeah. The only way that I could smell anything other. I'm still getting a, a little bit. Yeah, of I'm getting I'm there. getting a little bit of the, the 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 brown sugar coming through now, but it's still just so much floral. I'm just, I'm just getting the acetone, the sweet note, and a little bit of that lemon zest. But get ten. So we're all getting something very different from this one. Just. Interesting. Yeah. Either can't decide what it is, or it's all of those things. What one of these days I'm gonna get some of those like those berry pills that turn off some of your taste mm. and try things with that. Like may, maybe after we uh, cross that episode 100 line, we have to repeat things. I'll, we'll go back. We'll we'll taste things with with those <laughs> receptor blockers. Yeah. Like, that's. That sounds terrifying. You should do that. <laughs> That'd be super fun. That'd be super because fun. I've got a lot of leftover scotch in the basement. I was going to say, right, there you enough. go. There's your next hundred episodes. I still have like three totes of scotch myself. So yeah, 
I, I need to guest on more podcasts and more often to get rid of the scotch that I have. There's a reason I'm seeing a scotch bringer. I, I can help you with that. I know you can. I mean, you technically, if I bring you, if you come so back, you're saying saying I should start a podcast. I am saying oh, yeah. I should start a podcast. Yeah. Excellent. The aftertaste on that is floral and wood. Wood. Linoleum. Is Bernie a good adjective? Because I'm going to go with Bernie. If that's what you're getting, you get that's, the burn. I, I am not getting any particular burn. Um, I wouldn't call it smooth. Warm. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give it warm. I wouldn't call it burn. Yeah, no, I've got it all over my tongue and the roof of my mouth. Did you open your mouth? It might have. It yeah. might have been my fault. Yeah. Yes, I like beer. That is my answer to that. You didn't <laughs> be wrong. Yeah. I opted him. It's great. Um, one of our friends... I'll make him listen to this one, too, because I, I have that kind of power over him now. Uh, one of our friends, Sean, listens to our show. No, you won't get him to listen to this one. I'll make him do it. No. <laughs> you have no power over me. Yeah. I don't believe you. All right. I will, Sean, I will, I will you, bet you, you money. You, 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 you know you're you, so if you're you, post on, on our website, which is scotch.xtlpodcast.com, that you listen to this. And prove him right, which I know you don't really want to do. <laughs> but it's against you, so you will. Nope. Mm, I don't know. Anyways, so Sean regularly uh, uh, posts to our website. Telling it's a baseball better. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so he regularly posts to our website uh, telling me when I'm wrong about something on the show. Um, so there's at least one post an episode. At least... Uh, one post. I get text messages. <laughs> like At 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, it's during his work day, so yes, actually. Yeah. Um, he also likes to tell me where he's at at the time, so some of them are like, Colossus was in this comic, X-Men number 78, Hennepin and Pip. Tell us more about the World Series between the Twins and the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, shut up. God damn. Colossus didn't, wasn't around in X-Men 78. No, I know. I'm making things Just up. saying. No. No. All right, you fine. You start listening, and you go ahead and do the same. No, that's massive effort. <laughs> yeah, that's that's effort. He's not going to do it. I know it. I do spend a lot of time on planes now. Hey, there you go. So other podcasts. Other podcasts. Not mine, obviously, but others. I don't know. Saying saying that you're wrong about stuff sounds like a lot of fun. Right? I, you know, it is. It's funny. This uh, is you. There is a certain appeal to that. The very first, yeah, the very first episode, as he just referenced. The very first episode we did, uh, we we stated somewhere in there that uh, we were probably going to be wrong from time to time, and then we talked about some of our nerdy things that we like, and I had said, I had talked about the 1987 World Series between the Minnesota Twins and the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. <laughs> oh man, I got a text message from Sean, from uh, my friend uh, in Michigan, Alex. Uh, they, they both immediately went... You know, you were trying to build your cred there, and then you said Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I lost it all. I lost it all. And so that's why the show's name is, uh, the subtitle is An Unreliable Guide to Geekdom, because oftentimes I'm wrong, and I'm okay with it. Uh, we just recently did an X-Men episode, and it was a record amount of text messages from Sean, about 14. Yep, I, I do yeah. not doubt that. Yeah. I, I would not even have ventured to try to correct you when that one come through. My corrections would be uh, corrected. Right. So, it's a good thing you don't have hashtag knighted as a thing on your show. <laughs> True. Inside baseball, people already know that one, so it wasn't right past it. Uh, Palette-wise, uh, what's everyone thinking here? 
Because we're, we're um, still trying to hit yeah, it before I'm the water day of comment. This is what well, I've been doing before the water comments. What are you talking about? Remind us. I'm getting wood and bird. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting floral and wood. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting some wood on the finish. Uh, like I'm getting lemon lemon clean linoleum uh, on the palette. This is not uh, it's not speaking to me much. So it's very sweet. Okay. And it's very bland. Somehow, simultaneously. Yeah. No, there's there's a little bit of alcohol burn, which is I think where we're getting the wood from. Is it feels very yeah. unrefined because yeah. there's really no complexity here at all. No, it's boring. I did get a little bit of that lemon. That time, because I listened to Dave. Close my mouth. Good for you. I was. How do you just do that on your show? (laughs) (laughs) And the timing is fast. Wow. Good setup. Good setup. Good setup. No water. Good setup. Y'all walked right, I, I, right into that. I applaud yeah. you. You for your setup. The joke was shit. You, you, setup you, was you, usually I'm the straight man on the podcast and somebody else makes the joke, so. Really? Well, well done. Yeah. Well done. Well, usually he's the joke. Well, also. Really, that does not surprise me at all. No, this, this, this is the podcast community camaraderie that you're sitting yeah, you're, <laughs> And why I'm sitting further back from the table than everyone else right. here. A whole lot of taking the piss out of one another. All right, so uh, Which there was a nose. nothing here. There, 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 there was a nose, and now there is not. Yeah, I taste alcohol. I need to reset. That's all I smell too. Yeah, I like. I'm gonna reset and see if I can't find a redeeming quality. Find something. Find a quality other than alcohol. Nope, you won't. Yeah, I'm afraid of. Yeah, there's, there's really nothing to this anymore. I'm actually tasting mm. more cheese than I, I, I get apple on the nose. Oh, yeah. There it is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. late to the party, Dave. <laughs> so this is uh, the answer to this question. Uh, and you know that's going to be the joke for the show. I, the right? joke I mean, for the show is going to be late to the party. Every, I'm okay every, with it. Everybody who's on, there, there's, there's, there's there's a thing. Happens. There's a thing. You know, we never called Bird Chick Flighty because she wasn't. But, you know, I was waiting for an opportunity and it didn't happen. So good job, Sharon. <laughs> you made me work for the puns. Yeah, get nothing after it's wet. No, it's the only time I've, I've smelled the apple, so... Yeah, I'm getting, like, just the faintest hint of that. You apple. taste it more as well, um, in my opinion. I'm getting less nothing. of the lemon with the water. Yeah, no, the lemon is gone for me. I but think the wood is kind of gone as well, which mm, is not a it's bad there. Thing. It's there for me in the finish. It's not, the, it's not there in the palette. It's there in the middle, middle in the finish for me. But that's really all I get. And the acetone, like yeah, the apple has soured a little bit. I mean, it's, it's not crab apple sour, but it, 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 know, it, but it's it, it's a braeburn with a little touch of something that wasn't really. There I'd before. go as far as green. It's, like it's, a, it's not quite a Granny Smith either. I mean, it's yeah. No, for me it was not. But my taste buds have been destroyed by cigarettes for far too long. Yeah. Well, see now I smell the apple. Just fine. Burn his back. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And like. That's all it is. See, I didn't get much burn either. Uh, With the water. Yeah. Either before or after this was relatively smooth for me. But also, like I said, on the comparative level, Dave and I have had a width and breadth of of single malts that... Are you hitting the same place where I am? Where you don't really want to finish it? Where I really don't want to finish it, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll polish it off. I was actually looking at the color because I think that this is much darker than its uh, flavor. Oh yeah. There's oh a, yeah. There's a lot of colorant in this one. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. like I'll I'll it's drink incredibly a scotch, hard, and it's just like, not compared to the other one. Oh wow, yeah. I'll, I'll drink a scotch that's actually this color, and um, but this shouldn't be this color. <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm excited for that one. All right. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I am now. Well, I actually kind of am because that's one that I ha- I know nothing about, and I'm looking forward to it. I know nothing about any of these, so I'm very excited to be drinking booze. Okay. That's, that's my answer. Then then you can be Sergeant Schultz all episode one. Hooray. I know nothing. I see nothing. I am nothing. I am nothing. Now it is very Nietzschean, Sergeant Schultz. Oh, <laughs> oh good. Wait, nope, no. So we bring it back around to that uh, philosophy thing. This is well played. I mean, I think it's good for my memory. Mm. <laughs> this is what we call a callback in comedic theory. <laughs> but it's just a theory. The Republicans won't get behind that. Yeah, but it's an old thing, so they will. Yeah, so but it has the, the word of evolution. It has the word comedy in it. Ah, and and they definitely don't believe in that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's are They're not even quite sure what it is. Well, I think theirs are completely unintentional. <laughs> Trader Joe's Bayside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, named for its location bordering the River Spay. Bayside is the true heart of Scotch whiskey production. Each whiskey region has its own defining characteristics, and Bayside Single Malts are commonly thought of as Scotland's most refined whiskies. Trader Joe's 13-year Speyside Single Malt is a terrific example of the region. It was distilled in 2002 and aged in oak casks for 13 years. This fine dram is dark amber in color with notes of citrus fruits, caramel, and toasty oak leading to a long, smooth finish. Shock and awe. Well, bonus points for a space side that actually says what it is. Yeah, yeah, I just wish that what it said was good. <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, they can yeah, that for a second. Yeah, they totally, they totally get points in the notes. I like the true heart of Scotch whiskey production, because whenever somebody says the true heart of something, I always want to append the words on earth at the end of it, which just makes it funny for some reason in my brain. I, 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 I was thinking of, of doing this. Trader Joe's Speyside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, named for its location bordering the River Trader. <laughs> <laughs> the River Joe. The River Joe. The River Joe. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was really... I, I, was, I, was, I was really hoping that I'm, it was going to go somewhere great. I'm impressed that the bottle doesn't say Trader McJoe's. Because yeah, Trader was, Joe has that... Has that thing where they go just slightly racist on some of their labels? Yeah. Trader Ming's, anything Chinese food? Mm. It's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's one thing I, I will say I was happy about with those. Is they, I, I, I agree with you. It's good that they do not they don't do stoop the, to that level. They don't stoop to the obvious stereotype, which is nice. That doesn't make the whiskey, the, the scotch better, but... No. No, exactly. This was uh, we've had at least one other one, and they well, were really tasty. Well, the, the, the other two, uh-huh. uh, really, the, the Highland and the Ely were both quite good. Right. I'm generally a fan of the Ely of Ely in general. I'm generally a fan of Ely in general uh, from the Department of Redundancy Department. I'm a fan of Ely, but that's in Minnesota. I don't think they make a lot of scotch up there. Oh, we totally challenge! <laughs> oh my God, are you going to find an Ely scotch? 
I have for some bonus time points in this daily some interest in trying to get us no, together like, and start, the warehouse on the past aloof than trying to do something. But. Started just got a distillery in Ely and it was called the Ely Single Malt. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. Extreme case of scratch. You have to partner with us now. 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I was disappointed. And I'm going to make Dave cry a little. We also have an eight-year to taste at some point of the space side from Trader Joe's. But, uh, yeah, this uh, <laughs> this 13-year was uh, not what I was hoping it would be. Uh, I did like it less than the last one. And so to put a fine point on that, I'm going to call this a 2.6. I really was unhappy with this. And I don't want to say that I had high hopes for it or great expectations because space side because space side but and again it was trader joe's and i've been pleasantly surprised on the trader joe's so maybe i thought it was going to be better than i don't know i i did not want to finish it its taste probably doesn't reflect the score that i'm going to give it because i really i didn't want to drink the rest of it it wasn't wasn't very flavorful it wasn't very tasty uh i'm gonna give it a 2.2 i called it I'm going to guess in your scores. I'm going to continue to round to the nearest half point. I was going to just give it a two, but and and that's where I'm going with it. I'm giving it a two. It wasn't a war crime. It doesn't fall into that category. Um, but it certainly did not have really any redeeming qualities. So, so to play with the joke, this is the POW in the camp. It's not quite a war crime, but. Unfortunately, yes. I believe you've tortured that joke too far. No. Really How's the water border do it? Nope. <laughs> nope. Hold on. It's your turn. Alright. Um, oh, man. I did not like that. I, I thought that was... That's not I, tough, but fair. Yes. Uh, it was... Ah, the, the, burning after, the burning sensation. Um, Which I didn't get. Really? I just don't... There was no burn. What I only I only got it once. Did you not use the rubber? A little more. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I mean, we should probably do that first. <laughs> I've uh. <clears throat> Anyways, so uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be making my child support payments late. Moving on. Uh, no, it's just like Dave said. I, I closed my mouth the second time, and I still got just a. A lot of it was less of a brain sensation, but other than what was caramel and uh, a little bit of that apple, nah, it was boring. It burned. It was no, nah, I didn't like it at all. One, one point seven. I'm gonna be nice. I want to give it a one, but I think it's it's still better than that because it's still scotch. Okay then. So uh, this being the uh, the first of May, as this goes live, uh, I have to say that Fearless County Productions will be starting our newest stage show, "Build Your Own Inferno" at the Mountains Theater. Yay! Uh, I believe, because I did not think to look this up before we started, that the opening show is uh, May thirteenth. Uh, but you should just check our website. Yes, actually, sure. Okay, because I'm a bad board president, <laughs> and I'm prepared for my podcast. Uh, Are you a fearless member as well? No, I just happened to be listening to a different fearless podcast as I pulled up. We've all been so, promoting, so I bet because that's what we're supposed to do. Absolutely. Um, 
And we will also have uh, PowerPoint karaoke uh, very early in this month, uh, so keep an eye out for that. We have a uh, how to crowdsource workshop if you have any interest in, in crowdsourcing anything. I mean, it's, it's not specifically show, it's just how to crowdsource. What if uh, I want to crowdsource a workshop? That will be on May 7th, and that's very that's meta of you. Too. Very, very meta of you, and I'm sure Kyle will have an answer for you. I'm sure he will. I'd like uh, to crowdsource how to crowdsource a workshop. Can we do that? Step too far. Huh? Step too far. All right. And having just done some crowdsourcing, I think you should have something to comment on. So maybe you should come to the workshop. And maybe you know. I mean, we say what your experiences are. We're, we're we're doing okay, but I mean, we still have it up. Um, and we got new equipment, which was good, but uh, could definitely do better. So maybe I'll just show up and, and learn something. That'd be good. So you have a crowdsourcing campaign going on at the moment. I, is what you're I saying? Do it's ongoing. Okay. Um. We have, a, we have a GoFundMe uh, up right now. It's for us to get more equipment right now. We got our equipment. Uh, we just we would like to get a fourth mic and stand and cord to have a mic that our guests don't have to share, which would be very kind of us. Yes, yes, it would. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't mind sharing with Bernadette because you know, she's awesome. But you and Joe, I don't know. No, no, that's fair. Joe's really bearded. Uh, I've gotten accustomed to that. We're all. I mean, I don't want to cuddle up next to it or anything, but I've gotten accustomed to that. We're all a bit bearded. Yeah. Okay, but he's the most Jewish on our show. Mm. That might be it. Might be because he's Jewish. Might be. Fair enough. No, no, he's just identifying. He's not saying. No, no, no. I didn't say. I. I podcast with him. (laughs) Certainly not. But uh, (laughs) I got a Jewish friend. (laughs) I got a Jewish friend. I'm not allowing any of my Jewish friends to listen to this podcast. That's probably a good call. <laughs> I've been to a Passover dinner, sir. Just this last week, in fact. So, 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 so does that mean you're going to oive book about being on the show? <laughs> I'm just shaking my head. I, yeah. There is no and, and Joe, you're welcome for that one. I'm, no, I'm sure he's going to make you listen to this. I might make him listen to this. You should. I might. Because I need him to. I need him to, like, cry just a little bit. <laughs> but Joe doesn't, you know, first of all, Joe doesn't drink, which is sad for him. Which is why I didn't bother to invite him. No, no, that's fair. But, uh, no, what was it? Oh, yeah, crowdsourcing. Right. <laughs> that's where we are. It would be an interesting perspective, having a non-drinker on a drinking show. Yes, yes, it was, Tim. <laughs> the, the, the answer is, don't do that again. Tim ruined it for everyone. Mm-hmm. Really? I have to go back and listen to that. I knew Tim didn't drink. I just better still. I'm curious as to how that went. The the plan for for those of you who haven't gone back and listened to those episodes, you really should, because the plan was to open the season with Nick and Molly Glover, who are two thirds of the Geeks Without God podcast. Right. Well, when I was talking to Team Glover, Tim was right there, and I said, "Look, Tim, I know you don't drink, but I got two of the three, and I'm a geek. I got to catch them all." You willing to show up? He says, I'm not going to like it, but I'll do it. I said, cool. So he was here. The problem was we had planned in advance that Team Glover was going to be tasting cask strengths with us. Oh, my. And I didn't bother to warn Tim. Because <laughs> it's funnier for me that way. <laughs> and you didn't let him no. water them at all? Well, actually, for that episode, because we were doing nothing but cask strengths, I don't think we tasted any of them neat. Okay. I, I think we, we nosed them. But we didn't taste them before we added the water. We added the water, and most of the we, we watered those heavily, and then did it. Now 
calf strings we've done since then, we have done the standard practice. So Tim did get out of a little bit of it. but uh, So his scale on 1 to 5 was, would he cook with that? <laughs> and even then, he That's scored good. things under 1. Wow. Now, that still technically means he did better on his scoring than Bob did. Yeah. Because Bob imagined he drank a scotch and gave it an eye. <laughs> wow. But it's Bob, and we expect this. Also, the first scotch that he tasted with us, he gave a 5 because it was the best scotch he'd ever had. Well, of course. The first scotch he'd ever had. Absolutely. You can only go down from there. Wait. I would say you should always start the first scotch you ever had at a three. But, again. But since he was rating purely on the scotches he's had and it was the best, he was being very pedantic about our scale. Eric was proud. (laughs) I bet Eric was proud. Of course he was. Yes. But, yeah. So, I guess last thing for us, our website, again, is scotch.xscalepodcast.com if you're one of the poor souls who gets us through iTunes. Uh, you should really just go to the website. Don't iTunes suck. Don't don't use iTunes. Ah, but Google, Google has just started there. Yeah, Google doesn't seem to like us either. Even though I've created an image of sufficient size, it says it's still not right. And so, I know I'm uh, still struggling with them too. But yeah, I'll get I, it. I don't like their setup. I'll make them uh, love me. Anything exciting going on in your life, Dave? Yeah, I'm pregnant. Yeah, I know you are. That's why I thought I'd wait a Hooray! second. We need to talk because if you're pregnant, you're also a millionaire. You didn't know about this? No. No, the first man to actually become pregnant, genetically born a man, becomes pregnant as a man, is going to be a multimillionaire. Oh, yeah. Because there's a fund over in England Mm -hmm. that was set up in the 1960s for this express purpose of giving money to the first man that experiences childbirth from beginning to end. And I'm assuming it's sitting in, like, uh, escrow and lawyers. Maturing and, yeah, fund? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. It was a million dollars to begin with, and it's grown from there. But to get back to the mildly important thing, Dave, pregnant, tell me more. Wait. Yeah, so... Say it, say it slowly. Or don't. Slowly. R- 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 running joke from another show. You, you don't understand, move on. All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, my Detail. technically my fiancé is pregnant, if we want to be pedantic about it. And but you probably should. Excellent. Yeah. So I am not a millionaire, sadly. <clears throat> but Mazel Tov, all the same. Yeah, um, and we're due on election day, so this is, uh, my child is daddy's little harbinger of the apocalypse. <laughs> Tis true. Oh, the things I could say... And uh, we're planning. Hey, we're back, we're, we're planning a Canadian vacation uh, around that time. So have an anchor baby. Right. That's fair. And <laughs> <laughs> we broke dinner. <laughs> and the outdoor was her idea. Yeah. No, no, oh, I, I have, I have known your fiance for a very long time, and I find this infinitely amusing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's my news. <laughs> I just flew in from Tampa, and boy, are my arms tired. I don't know. That's all I got. That, that's all you should have, because you're yeah. boring. And you're about that's to be true. a family man. Now. I know, What's right? Wrong with you? Anyway, you're not going to be able to make it to scotch tastings anymore. It'll be crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking to fighting her over, over Dave Wright's, because I get it once a month. That's all I ask for. Once a month. You. Me. Who has a podcast you should probably promote. Me, who has a podcast I should probably promote. Wait his foot, bang. Get in. What? No. Please don't. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I've got a podcast. Uh, it's called Late to the Party. Uh, Late to the Party Podcast.com. Uh, get us through the website. It's pretty easy there. Also, we are on iTunes. And also Stitcher. Yeah, and I don't I'm, love that either. I'm loving Stitcher, actually. It's it's um, one of the better podcasts. Stitcher. 
podcast aggregate websites. So I, I recommend Stitcher personally. I use it all the time. It's um, pretty easy interface. But I have a podcast, LateToThePartyPodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Late to the Party, Twitter, at L2TPPodcast. We're not doing Twitter, don't even. We're on Tumblr. I don't even check I don't that. I do Twitter. Good. Good call. I barely check the Twitter. And I barely check the Tumblr. You probably shouldn't admit to that here. Yes, yes, he should. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, the Twitter set up for my phone, so I see it as often as I check it, um, which is about once a week. But uh, the Tumblr I haven't checked since we started it, because I don't care about Tumblr. I don't care what anyone thinks about that either. There you go. Um, other than that, I mean... Well, I've got another podcast that I do as well. Yeah, I'm going to let you talk about that next show. All right, fine. Because, you know, we're going to lock you in the basement and, and bring you back to another recording in two weeks, because that's what we do here. So, uh, you're the guest host. You get to go home and, and shower and things. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Point. Mm-hmm. I'm Can okay I go home that. and shower with you, Peter? No, because no, you're going to be locked in the basement. Can I go home and shower with you, Peter? Well, it's not my basement. Oh, well, even better. <laughs> Wait. No. <laughs> so, it's the beginning of May. You got anything you want to talk about at this point, Peter? I'm pretty heavily involved in the stage combat community at the moment, and uh, we're uh, doing some testing at the end of the month for a couple of uh, stage combat certifications. But uh, There's also some sort of stage combat show coming up. Well, right? no, it just finished, actually, if it's the 1st of May. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. I, thought were, I thought they were running two weekends. Yeah, I thought they were two mm. I would have to look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain there is a strong possibility that uh, the weekend after this releases, Human Combat Chess is doing um, another weekend. their their All Star Game show. Exactly, the uh, beginning so of their season. Uh, yeah. Which is the beginning of their season, as opposed to the championship game at the end of the season, which is generally what we see. But you know, they're starting a little earlier this year, so. Indeed. Lots of friends and good people in it, and it's a really fun show to watch. Uh, a couple of guests of the sh- uh, former guests of our show are, are going to be in it, uh, so I will definitely have to make an appearance at some point to uh, to see them. I was planning to get out to that one too. Uh, there better be two weekends of show because I can only make the second weekend. So, with that in mind, uh, as per usual, I have failed to warn our guests. Uh huh. You need to come up with a toast. A toast us out. Or, you know, to toast us out. Or, or I could maybe put the guest host on the spot, too. I, if either one of you has a toast that you'd like to uh, toast us out. I always have toasts. The question is, what kind of toast do you and want? Are they Any burnt? toast at all. Any toast at all. All right. It can be burnt toast for all I care. <sighs> I like my toast golden brown, to tell you the truth. Oh, I prefer it there, but, yeah. you know. Well, there's always the classic. Here's the woman who wears Here's red shoes. She smokes all my pot and drinks all my booze. She's not a virgin, but hey, that's no sin. She still has the box the cherry came in. Slush. Slush. Slush.